You are now listening to the Whipped Cream Podcast with Bianca Harris. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We're listening to season two of the Whipped Cream Podcast. I'm so happy to be back. Thank you for joining us. Today we have on Babu the Painter. She is a self-described creative entrepreneur based in Toronto. I'm so excited to talk to her. Before we get into today's interview, I want to remind you guys, if you can please, please, please review us on your Apple iTunes app. Um, Leave a comment, leave a review. It would mean a lot to me. And if you're not listening to us on iTunes, don't forget to subscribe on SoundCloud. Hi. Hi. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. So I'm going to ask you three questions before we get into the actual interview. Okay. Amazing. What is your astrology sign? Ooh, Sagittarius. Oh. November 29. Oh, so it's coming. Yeah. Amazing. Um, what is your biggest fear? Oh, biggest fear is like failing so hard at life that I would become like that 40 year old that lives in my mother's basement. <laughs> 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 and that's not a good look for an Indian girl. <laughs> not a good look. Um, hmm. What is your biggest accomplishment? It could be personal, work, whatever you Ooh, want. Biggest accomplishment. I would say this hair so far. This hair. Was... Oh, your hair. I was like, this year? I was like, what do you mean? My your hair? hair? Okay, for our listeners, can you just tell them your social media handle quickly before? Um, it's Babu the Painter, B-A-B-B-U, the painter. Okay, if you're listening to this on your phone <laughs> while you listen, go to her Instagram and look at this girl's hair because it's fucking <laughs> phenomenal. Um, I am very blessed to naturally have good hair, but I'm gonna, I'm not going to lie. I've been taking care for it like about a year and I love it. Yeah. It's probably my biggest accomplishment. Um, <laughs> And I really want to find, like, a rich lady just to buy this hair off of me. So I'm waiting <laughs> for that day. I feel like my my hair is going to be, like, my biggest moneymaker. It's so. amazing. It's so I'm so sitting amazing. on my hair. Um, but so otherwise, good. personally, um, I think it's just to personally getting to know myself and to know what I like and what I don't like and learning how to say no. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. So good. Thank you for saying that. That's a big one. I think yeah. especially for, it's actually one of the questions I was going to ask you, which is okay. interesting. Uh, I think it's like a huge thing for women and especially like I always tell like the girls I'm working with in my team. I'm like, not only just how to say no, but how to ask for what you're worth. It's it, huge. Yeah. Oh my God. That I'm still struggling with, especially when it comes to like my career. But I think the first step to just like learning how to say no and in all perspectives, like relationships with your parents, with like your peers, friends, like just the word no has been um, such a struggle I think growing up because I think we're just like taught to oh just and I'm like a really bubbly person too so I'm just like oh let me try this out I'll see how it goes and if it doesn't work it doesn't work but I'm like no I don't need to try everything out just because I'm a positive person I can say no that doesn't mean yeah so. that's a huge one for me especially I mean when it comes to like if I'm working all the time and like I have all these like personal like you could go to an event every day of the week if you wanted to right oh yeah for and sure. it's like sometimes you feel like you have to it's like even just saying no to things like that it's like no like I need my time to like go home and meditate and like be a human and be by myself for a while to yeah. recharge you know it's a it's a big thing uh, for me the biggest struggle is learning how to say no to my parents um, that can you give me an like, example like what like, even the littlest things, it's like, if I'm, like, somewhere, my mom's like, oh, can you come home for the weekend? And I'll be like, oh, no, what's going on? Like, she'll just, like, you know, I just want to, your brother's home, yada, yada, yada. Like, 
I know, like, I would love to go, but if I have more important things to do, like, it's just really hard to say no, even, like, the littlest things. But, yeah. Um, but even, like, saying no to, like, things, like, when she doesn't approve of something. Like, right now, um, I'm finally starting, like, getting tattoos on my body. Mm-hmm. And my mom hates tattoos. Did you get one yet? I have three. Okay, what do you have? Can you tell us? Oh, my God. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first one's, like, stupid. I got it with my best friend at the time. We were both turning 18, and we we're like, hey, let's do something. Let's do something crazy. Um, we we're like, let's get tattoos. So we went to, like, a little shop just down on Young Street. Um, go in there, and we had no idea what we wanted. But we both used to dance at the time. So we we're like, hey, why don't we get danced in Japanese? So it's just this Japanese letter right beside my vagina. <laughs> And I have no idea if it actually means dance. Like, I have no idea. That's it could, fucking epic. It could fucking mean hot sauce for all I know. And then the most embarrassing part was, because obviously we were, like, young and we didn't really have a lot of money. Um, she didn't have money on her. And I didn't have enough to pay for both of us. So I paid whatever I could, and she kind of put in whatever she could. Because we didn't realize it was going to be 80 bucks for the, just that little fucking... Thing. Yeah. And 80 bucks is a lot when you're 17 on one thing. Not money, girl. Um, so <laughs> so he's like, the tattoo artist was just so, he's livid. He's just like, okay, fine. He's like, give me all your cards and then come back to me with cash. So we had to leave all our belongings at the tattoo shop, come back, give him the cash, and then we draw it. Um, and then this year I got bakwas just between my tits but gloss means bullshit yeah i did well i've seen your jackets on like friends and stuff like that i thought they were fucking sick thank you and just like so vibrant so cool i loved i love 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 thank you that's kind of i think how i discovered you was i saw someone with the jacket and then i kind of like researched but i didn't know what the hell it meant at the time and so i googled it (laughs) i didn't know like how the fuck would i know but so many different um so many different like definitions came up yeah, I feel like... And then I asked somebody and then yeah. they told me. Okay, maybe I should just have it in, like, my Instagram bio because everyone keeps asking me even till now. And I was like, what the hell is Google doing? But bakwas basically means bullshit. And Love then it. I got bad beauty on my ass. Did I see that on Instagram? Is that yeah. recent? Yes, I love that. Um, and bad beti means bad daughter. Love it. Um, in Hindi. Yeah, so, so I got that on my ass. I want um, one. <laughs> we should get it. We it's should so get good. It. But it's always been a dream to do, like, my whole arm. Mm-hmm. So I'm finally starting that. And, um, yeah, and even, like, telling my mom, like, hey, listen, man, like... Are your parents very traditional? No, they're actually very liberal, and they've always allowed me to do everything. And the biggest example I give is, like, they paid for my art fees. Like, they supported me while I went to art university, and, like, a lot of Indian parents... I was going to say, that's a big deal in your culture, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, like, they've always supported my dreams, everything. But there's just, like, certain things that my mom just doesn't like, and tattoos is one of them. And me kind of, like, saying, like, no, mom, I'm not going to listen to you. Because me and her are very close. Like, I'm very close to my family. I love them. I live with them. Um, Everything's good. And they let me do whatever I want. But, like, it's just certain things that, like, I want in life that she might not agree with. But that's where I'm learning how to say no. Like, because I think otherwise, if you had asked me this, like, a year back, I would have been like, no, I'll get tattoos when I get married. Because then my mom can't say anything. But I'm like, no, I don't need to wait till I get married. (laughs) can do this now i can say no no mom i'm not listening to you um yeah um so how did you get your start it's hard to say because you do like a lot of different things right you call yourself a creative entrepreneur so can you tell like us what that really means 
for you. Um, so I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, um, and I was like, yo, I don't know how to like label myself because I think brands find it really hard to work with me sometimes because they're like, you do so many things and you're good at so many things, but usually brands want to work with somebody specific who's been doing the same thing so it's just like saturated but i i'm not that kind of a person i love dabbling into like little things at all times i feel like, like we are just like spirit <laughs> animals seriously since like even when we were talking off air like yeah. everything you're saying i'm like wait like you're the only person i'm not kidding <laughs> that I've, I've spoken to lately that's like literally reading my fucking mind really? so yeah it's well, tripping glad. me out a little I'm bit i'm glad um <laughs> But yeah, uh, so there's that's a constant struggle within my career, but that's another topic. So you're a painter. So yeah, I studied sculpture and installation. Right, okay. But then as soon as I graduated, I realized that sculpture didn't have the funds consistently as painting did. So I pursued painting as a career. But through painting, um, I've always loved fashion and makeup. So I started incorporating fashion makeup with my painting. Love it. And then I love my face, so I incorporated <laughs> yes, my face. <laughs> <laughs> I and then um, yeah, so it basically became. And then the thing was like, I gave myself till I was about like twenty three, twenty four, like around this age, to kind of like dabble into things. So I got into photography and like video and like even fashion and things like that. So I just wanted to kind of experience every kind of art form before I kind of went into something. But I think uh, I, f- I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> I just No, but you answered it because yeah. I think, I mean, again, like what you were saying is like you like to do so many different things. I remember when I was in makeup school, this yeah. was a long time ago, but they would say, you know, pick one yeah. thing and then be really, really great at it. I, and I, I was always felt guilty because I was like, no, I want to do like so many different things. Right. And I finally just accepted that, like, no, I'm always going to be like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. Yeah. And it's like, I do have to remain committed and focus on it. But yeah, I don't want to, like, close the door. on. All no, those things, I can't right? do that. And um, I like even like if you go on my Instagram, you're going to be so confused because there's this like and you'll know, like, what kind of a phase I'm going through through my Instagram because you'll see like artwork for like two weeks. And then it's like my face for two weeks. And then it's like my ass. No, for but two I love weeks, it. And it's, like, I love it and then like um, you're just a creative like it's like yeah. why does it even have to be put into a box right exactly and I don't um, I hate it when people tell me like can you just stick to one thing it's like no go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so tired of hearing it and I've kind of like come to terms that I'm that kind of person who loves to do everything and anything so I'm not gonna you can just like me as a person and like what I do but that's it I'm not gonna give you one consistent thing yeah do it yeah. man i totally i totally understand that so that's where a creative entrepreneur came in and my friend's like oh you're just a creative entrepreneur i was like yeah i like I, that word i'm stealing it you should 100%. you should because i'm always like I, I don't know what i exactly. do exactly because i'm like oh i study sculpture but i do painting and i do makeup but i don't really do makeup on others like do you did you start a youtube channel no no, no. i don't think i'm gonna start a youtube channel it's a lot of work it's I'll, a lot of work but i personally am not like I know how to like take photos and like kind of act with my face, but right. I don't know how to speak in front of a camera. So I wouldn't necessarily know how to. You don't like, have to. Like I can do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get no. I totally get it. Yeah. When I started mine, 
I couldn't even talk on. I couldn't say yeah, one sentence because I was just, like, because <laughs> you get stuck. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. yeah, like I don't even talk on my Insta stories. It's just like my face. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, oh my I god, that's talk. so funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't. And you're so amazing to talk to. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I don't know, like the camera. Uh, I'm better in person. Let's yeah. just say that. So I don't think I'll start a YouTube channel. I mean, I have one where I've posted like my art stuff on it, but nothing with like makeup or. Anything. Would you consider yourself an introvert or extrovert then? <clears throat> Oh my god, it's so weird. One, I'm really shy and like without alcohol, but then <laughs> as soon as I drink, I'm like the total opposite. I turn into the craziest motherfucker on this planet. Um, but I am shy, like really shy, but I'm also a really good people's person. So like I know exactly what to say and how to make someone feel like comfortable. Yeah. But then I also have like my moments. If there's days that I don't want to talk, I'll just be like in the corner. Yeah. And then there's times where I'm like, okay, I really want to talk, so let's go network. Yeah. Yeah. But it also depends on the person, like Yeah, of course. The yeah. energy that you're getting off somebody else mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. So your work has been featured on the Mindy Project. Yes. Right? I love <laughs> that show i binge so watched it when Sunday. i first discovered it like obsessed oh my god i love her so much can I you mean, tell me just about like that whole experience and oh like how it, it happened and like the whole thing it, it like that time of my life was just so surreal one me and maria were like brought out to london to do a show and that was just like surreal for us that like yo like we're being flown across the world just to like put up artwork and that was our first like that was even my first time going to London and I was like I don't know what to expect I don't know if people are gonna come yada yeah but like it was just an amazing time we had so many people come out to our show show was great and we we're like okay well we have some time off let's just go travel we're traveling 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 we get an email both of us from like this and it sounded so sus too like hey Mindy Project loves your shit can like where can we get it from and we're like yo like that was hey. it yeah, like, I think, like, one of the project managers just, like, emailed us and said, like, hey, the Mindy Project wants some of your artwork for the show. How can we get it? And we're just, like, what the fuck is going on here? And we were both just, like, freaking out. And we're, like, okay, no, we're not going to respond right away. But literally five minutes later, we're, like, okay, yes, yes. Okay, what do you want? When do you want it? And where do you want it? Uh, but it was amazing. Um, and they basically just ordered stuff from our website. It went to them right away and then and then it was on there it was on the mini project and they didn't even they didn't even like ask for it for free they ordered your stuff yeah and they ordered our stuff That's um sick. obviously we added little merchandise and yeah, stuff yeah. um but yeah they ordered our stuff they put it in the sh uh, in the set and then we traveled around came back and then the second shock was like when we woke up and Mindy like posted up a photo with our artwork and we're like, this is like a reality. And then from there, like, you know, like just um, relationship building. And then I'm like, okay, she needs to have one of my jackets because like she would always comment like love, love, love. And it was like, okay, I'm sending her. Your jackets jacket. are so good. Thank you. And then the second shock was like when I saw like Mindy yelling, like literally the queen for like every like, like, colored girl growing up is like wearing my jacket and I was like oh my oh, man. god did you cry so, I don't think I cried I'm not <laughs> I, I didn't cry but like I wanted to cry <laughs> you're like my I feel something coming yeah. I don't know what this is <laughs> yeah my heart was crying my heart was like beating really she's fast. just so fucking awesome and so smart yeah and so needed. I love her oh. um everything she stands for and even like now like how she's just kind of like 
having a baby without like men or whatever and it was just like I'm for it I'm about it so yeah I'm just like really happy that like a lot of the um for me it was uh an accomplishment because I'm like I love her work and for her to love mine's back is just like what more can you ask for exactly so that was probably like the best time of my life like that period when was this that was around last year in august amazing yeah and then um now the season is ending but our artwork's on it oh that's so great what a big accomplishment and just also like a fulfilling one at the same time yeah you know i think it was more fulfilling than like anything yeah it was nice to know that like someone that you really look up to just like appreciates what you're doing 100 percent. yeah um what do you see like what do you think has been your biggest impact with your work for other people like what is the feedback that you get from it um usually everyone's really positive to me (laughs) (laughs) i don't i I don't know if it's just because i'm a positive person and they feel like they have to be positive back but it's been amazing everyone's so nice to me everyone's like they've been supporting my work since day one obviously because of that i can be a freelancer but i didn't realize how emotional artwork was for me so like now i'm going through a phase in my life where i'm like do i even want to share my artwork anymore or do i just want to get a nine-to-five job and keep artwork to myself or do Mm. i want to kind of continue this journey where i share with everyone why do you think you feel like that um because i i was heavily depressed when i was growing up and that's when like art came to my life like art was something that i kind of like gave out all my emotions and everything too so i think when something like that becomes like your profession and like you share with everyone it's not yours anymore and i'm not sure how i'm kind of dealing with that yeah 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 like um yeah like uh a lot of stuff happened this year especially so now i'm just like in this like weird emotional phase where like i'm going to art but it's not really mine's anymore so like sometimes when people look at it they don't really see the connection that i do so i'm not sure like how to deal with that yet here's a question i have yes um do you find like what challenges challenges do you find being a woman within your career oh <laughs> does that does that like encompass the question enough like oh my do you God. know um probably not enough but um it's it's a struggle an everyday struggle for sure i mean i went to sculpture and installation um to ocad four-year program um and i was probably one of the only brown girls in that probably just like only like colored girl woman in that program really um i think it was me myself and like maybe another black black girl um everyone else was caucasian or asian um and i even when i graduated i was probably one of the only brown girls who graduated in that program in that year so you can already imagine me an artist who makes work solely about indian art (laughs) in this space where the teachers don't know what the fuck i'm talking about my everyday struggle was not to talk about the art but to talk about like what it is and that's what pissed me off the most because starting from the first year to even last year all my critiques were stupid because they didn't critique me on my art they would be like oh what does this word mean what does this word mean and i'm like yo dude how is that a critique but that's what i mean and like the critique became about them learning about my culture and that's what pissed me off because Uh, i'm like yo 
I gave you a handout that has all the definitions, that has everything written up. You should have taken five minutes before coming into the fucking room, read everything, and then been like, okay, I know what this word means, so I'm not going to make this critique a fucking lesson. So one, it was already a struggle that I was like teaching everyone what I was about, and that's kind of stupid for Toronto even. But besides that, um, after that, I really wanted to get into fine arts because I'm a really private person, didn't want to go on social online media stuff. So I approached galleries for a long while and everyone said like, no, either it was like the art that they didn't want to represent or they were like, oh, we don't know how to sell your art or they just didn't want to hire me or like kind of bring me on into their gallery. So I was like, fuck it. If you're not going to give me opportunities, I'm going to make them for myself. Yep. Can you say that louder? Because I think, <laughs> no, I tell people this all the time. I'm like, why are you complaining for the validation of all these things? Like, yeah, do I it just, yourself. Yeah, because I gave myself and I told my parents that, hey, you're going to give me two to three years to at least give this a go. And if all fails, I'm going to make use of my degree and then obviously get a job or higher education. Obviously, I'm going to become something in life, but I want to give this a chance. So literally, that's when I'm like, okay, social media is like the best way to go about it at the moment started sharing my art obviously i was doing a lot of community work too so like i made some connections from there but literally every day was a struggle like every day i had to like do stuff for free or do something just so i can get exposure like i still probably don't get paid as much as i should be and i work 10 times harder than probably a lot of the artists i know and that like to me is still like baffling and i I'm more educated. I have more of a skill set. My CV is like beyond Stacked. amazing. I have press all around the world. Um, I have done multiple shows around the world. Like even in India, I have done a show. And that's like baffling to me that like my pay is still like 10 times less than a lot of other people. But again like i'm not gonna let that stop me obviously it's something that i wake up and i'm like fuck not this again but you know you get by <laughs> yeah i totally 100 percent relate to what you're saying and i think um, it's important to talk about that for yeah sure. so i think it's just like more disappointing that like literally i've done so much and i still continue to do so much but yet people want to underpay you just because of your race your skin your like it's just hard to believe that that's still a thing even in this day and age and in a city like toronto where everyone kind of labels us as like the multicultural city around the world um so yeah it still happens i know it's still relevant and that's what's the most baffling part to me out of all of this we were talking about um just to switch gears a little tiny bit we were talking about off air um, <laughs> it, I, I don't know I just randomly asked you if social media gives you anxiety because it gives me major anxiety oh my god it's it gives me anxiety every single day it gives me anxiety every single day um, every single fucking day is just what is yeah. what is your anxiety stem from with it oh my god um, one I still obviously have like the fear of like if my content is good enough because mm-hmm. Instagram is something that like you have to constantly create and keep like giving people juices so like there's ideas that i'll come up with i'll kind of bring them to life and i won't be sure so like there's still that uncertainty of like how people are going to receive your work but once you're past that then you're just like okay um i'm not going to look at my phone like every time i post something online i don't look at my phone the whole day and people think wow that's good and i was like people think i'm obnoxious because i don't like reply back to their comments or i'm not keeping engaged but it's literally because it gives me so much anxiety that i'm just like no i'm not gonna open instagram i'm not gonna keep look at it i'm not gonna 
check. And now it's gotten a little worse because I opened up an online shop last year. And I mean, it's great because it gives me like a revenue. And obviously I started it because I wanted to share my art with everyone like at a more accessible rate. But the thing is like with a shop, a lot of people don't understand that you're not the person producing everything and shipping it out. So when a package gets lost or when the company fucks up, I know it's kind of like my responsibility, but at the same time, it's not me. I don't even know what's going on because I'm trusting these people to get their orders finished with and shipped out. So I'll post something online and people are just yelling at me like, oh, I love what you're doing, but would love to have my order. And I'm just like, how about you don't yell at me every day, mom? <laughs> like, oh, wow. Sometimes I'll open up my emails and some people are just like, rude and I just try to be as nice as possible but that's one thing that's also starting to give me anxiety of like this extra stress of like okay not only do I have to ask people to pay me enough for what I do but now I have to spend like two hours or three hours of every day just making sure that people get their orders and I'm just sitting there like is it even worth it to make like barely like five bucks on like one item wow um so that right now and obviously like the bigger I get the worse it's gonna get so I'm yeah. just like I don't know if I can handle that stress. So that, and it's even worse when you're going through like personal issues in your life and then you open up your phone and someone's just saying like all these things to you. And I'm like, oh, you do realize that I'm just like literally crying in my bed, <laughs> reading your email. And it's not making me feel any better. Yeah. So, um, and I'm not really personal online and everyone like wants that out of me, but I just don't like sharing personal things. So I'm also getting to a point where when I go through something I can't share with everyone and people just think that like I'm fine and I'm not fine and I don't know how to tell them like can you please just be nice to me just yeah, today just yeah. be nice to me today um so it's a couple of things like everything piles up and then obviously like there's people out there who steal your work and then that doesn't really how have you dealt with that honestly the first little bit was really hard because I actually got into a lot of like Instagram beef with some people I would message people and be like, hey, can you at least, like, if you're going to copy my work, can you at least say, like, you're inspired by me? But then I got to a point where I'm like, these people are not going to credit me. They're still going to continue copying me. All I can do is, like, be 10 steps ahead of them and create bigger and better ideas. 100% is what you just said. Because, again, same, yeah. we were talking about this. It's like so many people have copied what I'm, I've been doing. Like, I've seen it with my eyes, <laughs> so many people. And it's like, you know what? at first you get super pissed and you do like, and you like cry about it because people don't like someone stole from your body yeah like. because art is very personal to you and whatever you do comes from like literally like a place that no one can understand so when people literally steal those ideas they're stealing like a part of you and you're like okay what the hell and then i think it gets even worse when they don't give a shit that you're annoyed by it no um, i don't care nobody cares and so i just got to a point where i'm like well you can steal my work but you can't steal my ideas so i guess this is just going to be an ongoing thing and that's it's why part I'm, of the like, territory you have to like that's exactly. why i have to like keep telling myself so i just kind of honestly remove myself from like social media as much as possible like i don't open instagram that often kind of keep away from my email <laughs> like people yell at me for not responding in time but i'm like yo i just can't be bothered i can't be bothered to do a lot of this stuff it's a lot yeah it's a lot i don't it's, think people even realize like uh, that are not necessarily in it how much it is it's a lot of stress i know for me like i feel way more creative and way more spiritual and way more of a just a better person when i'm not on it yeah oh you my know? god me too a hundred percent me too 
so like i'm on it just like when i have to like talk to somebody that i really want to talk to and that's it like i'm off my phone otherwise like people find it really hard to get a hold of me (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but i'm a yeah i don't i'm not really that accessible in that sense i totally get it yeah can you can you tell everyone what um you're working on next and like your kind of tour that you're doing yeah, so I'm kind of excited. I have a pop-up shop in New York in October. I'm working on a is new show. Is there a show. name yet? No name yet. Okay. Um, I'm fairly a last-minute person, but <laughs> details will be announced after this weekend. Okay. Um, and then it will be going to London. London will be more than a pop-up shop. It'll be like a full show. Amazing. Um, and then it'll go to Chicago. Chicago will be a full show, too. Toronto will be a pop-up, and I'm trying to squeeze in like two, three more spots in there, but... It'll be a mixture of like art and pop-up shop and basically just everything I love to do. So you're going to have clothing there too? I'm not sure. I just don't like to dive into clothing that much because then I have to like think about sizes, things, and that. I like to have items that I don't have to have a lot of like variety for. Like if I want, if I have like, let's say bags, like it can just be like for everyone. Right. Um, T-shirts and things like that I try not to get into. I just tell people like order it online. And then yell at me later when it doesn't come in time. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to fucking tell me off. (laughs) Yeah. Don't forget to yell at me because I know you're going to do it. (laughs) Just remind yourself. Um, But I also don't think people realize that I'm not your Forever 21 and H&M or Zara where you're going to get your order in like a week. Right. Because I'm not. handmade stuff. Most, like the jackets are all hand painted, which people don't realize. Um, so not only am I trying to live, make a living, I'm also like going home and painting like 10 jackets. Um, but that's something obviously I know I chose, but I think sometimes I kind of overdo it and I try to like take on too much that I can handle. (laughs) And then it's just like, people are just yelling at me. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to get by. Um, I mean, I guess like you said, it's part of the game, but. But it it, it definitely isn't easy. Is there anything that you do? Um, that has nothing to do with work that's just kind of like I call it a spiritual practice for me but it doesn't have to be it can just be like something that you do to like center yourself whatever I'm honestly like getting drunk and watching like Bollywood movies (laughs) oh amazing yeah like I just I think I do so much like heavy lifting when it comes to like being woke and like being emotional and like putting all of that like seriousness and trying to make it like funny and compact into like art that like I love watching Bollywood movies because they're just so stupid and I don't need to think about them yeah they're just like so surface level I can for two and a half hours I can just laugh at dumb shit and not think about anything and literally like just be in that space and watch hot Indian men (laughs) (laughs) and then go back to everything else I love it yeah, so I think Bollywood movies, but I do want to pick up some, like, actual hobbies. So let's see how that goes. That's the thing. It's, like, hard to... Ha- I don't think people understand that, like... I-, I was away this summer, and someone was like, so what do you do for fun? I'm like... I do nothing my, for fun. In that moment, I was like, work? Like, th- and then I was like, whoa. Like, literally, I need to, like... Yeah. Like, I'm so jealous of... Um, so this is why I was telling you, like, sometimes I feel like I really want to quit everything I'm doing and just get a 9-to-5 job. Because I find that sometimes people are... I mean, obviously, the grass is greener on the other side, but I just find that they go to work for 9. Maybe, like, they'll start prepping for work at 8.30, but they go to work at 9. 
They finish at 5. By 5.30, they're clocked out. They have the rest of the day to do whatever the fuck they want. For me, I'm working 24-7. And especially because now I kind of do a lot of work in India. Sometimes, like yesterday, I didn't go to sleep until 4. Well, thank you for coming. (laughs) Thank you for having me. But I'm just like, people don't realize that, like, literally, I do nothing for fun. Nothing for fun. And then when I do something for fun, which is like drinking and going out, I read an email where someone's like, oh, I can, I see that you have time to do this, but you can't follow up on my order. I'm like, can you let me live? Just let me live for this one second, please. Just give me this Friday night, and I swear to God, I will get back to you tomorrow morning. But do you have anyone in between you, like, or are you running this all by yourself? I'm literally a one-man team for wow. most part of it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm fortunate enough that I have, like, great friends and people who support me through what I do. But literally, like, no but one... But the day-to-day is you. Day-to-day is me. Um, I fund everything I do on my own. The government doesn't help. I mean, like, I don't really, like, apply for grants. So, like, I just get lazy. But, like, literally it's everything do I that, do... Though. Everything I do is, like, self-funded by me. And literally, I'm, like, that one man who does everything in my company. And I'm, like kind of ready to get rid of it and just work for someone else nine to five it. i know I, i'm I, ready it really can like drain you of i am so fiber. drained i'm drained yeah i'm there but i think no but honestly thank you for being so honest because i think that people like you said think that your life is perfect oh think yeah that everything is just so great all the time and of course there are accomplishments that are like amazing but it comes at a price it does it comes at a price where you literally um uh, like my mom like me and my parents and like my family we have a great relationship but i don't remember the last time i actually sat down with them and just had a dinner for the sake of having like a timely dinner and that's because like i have to choose networking or working or like just being in like like i'm at home but i'm not at home like i'm in my room literally like working on one project after the other after the other after the other and um you're like my spirit animal i swear to god no i'm not just saying this to you everything you've been saying today is like my life so i don't know so sometimes i do i'm like is this even worth it like should i just make like a decent living come home spend time with people who matter to me the most and then maybe make some art when i feel like it or is this like actually worth it i don't know i have no idea yeah i mean honestly i think it's like a matter of just exploring other options and if you're like Maybe I was wrong. I'm going to be an artist. <laughs> no, at least you know. You Maybe. Know? And that's the thing. Like, I've never had, like, a career in, like, anything else. I've never done anything. So I don't really know what it's like to be on the other side. But I do know that this side is really stressful. Yeah. It's really, 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 really stressful. Well, I mean, your work is amazing. Thank I you. you're amazing. So <laughs> smart. You. So honest. Um so i mean whatever you do i'm sure it'll be successful even if this that's just like you know we'll see how it goes you will be, i mean 100%. if all fails you just marry rich right <laughs> <laughs> if all found the name of our episode guys <laughs> i keep um, jo- i keep joking to my mom it's like hey mom my <laughs> clock is ticking where is the guy because <laughs> i'm like so like i told her i was like if probably by like 27 28 i'm not like with a guy you are more than welcome to find me anyone as long as he's like somewhat decent looking and has like his shit together money wise. Yeah. 
It's like I'm 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 good. I'm gold. I mean, maybe there's something to that to that uh, arrangement. I mean, I'm I'm okay to do that. I'd be like, yo, fuck it, let's do it. It'll be the biggest surprise of my life. <laughs> oh my god. I'll okay. have something to be more depressed about than my career. <laughs> I know. Join the club. Everyone's like, "Well, why are you so sad?" And I'm like, I don't think you're understanding. Yeah, I, like every day I wake up and I was like, fuck, my career's going down the drain. And yeah. everyone's like, no, it's not. I was like, oh, I don't think you know half of it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a hell of a fucking lot. And then it's just funny when my mom asked me, like, are you making money? I was like, oh, mom. <laughs> I like to think so. Yeah. Um, this has been amazing. I just have one more question. Yes. It's kind of a corny one, but I, I <clears> do think it's kind of important. Um, if you had some advice to give like anyone mm. really it can be like younger girls or like just somebody who's maybe working a nine-to-five that thinks this is the best like anything just advice yeah. that you'd give to women in general um well the best advice that I was given is and I follow up with is don't be afraid to ask for help like if you see someone if you see someone doing what you want to do or someone you even think that can help you out honestly like go up to them introduce yourself be like this is what i do this is what i need from you like don't beat around the bush just go ask for it and i've done that and i've gotten like some pretty amazing help from it and people appreciate that more too like and the one thing i've noticed is like if they can't help you they'll probably know someone who can so a lot of my network was built through just me like being a little annoying and being like hey love what the fuck you're doing just tell me how to do it and i want to do the same thing they'll be like okay email me or email this person and then but you never know it might fall through it might not but honestly other than that um it does sound a little cheesy but only you know what you're capable of like i remember when i started this out there were so many people like even my family members who would be like don't do this you're not going to be successful at it i mean i still don't think i'm successful but anyways um no one does <laughs> everyone like, just, no one does i'm just making like five dollars more every year like that's <laughs> that's what i'm basically at um but they told me that you were not gonna you know do what you're doing right now and they're like oh maybe change the way your art is maybe paint some abstract painting you have some sort of a talent it was like no i'm gonna paint indian art and i'm only gonna do that otherwise i'm not doing it but truly only you know what you're capable of and then you just need to surround yourself with like positive energy i also think that i mean i don't know where i heard this but being being um like when people don't necessarily like believe in you what's the word i'm looking for like when people are not noticing you it's almost like like a good thing it is so you know what oh, I mean? okay so this was my problem too when i was like on social media a lot um i found that like a lot of people were collaborating with everyone else but me because i'm like well if you're collaborating with that person i'm better than that person and i know i am like my craft is better but why are you collaborating with them and not me so i always got like kind of pushed aside especially like on the online game in like certain like groups and stuff and then like and you always think like you're the problem at first but then i realized like no i'm actually good at what i do and they're just intimidated that if they work with me that i'll overpower them so wow i was like i'm really good at what i do and i need to just not get affected if someone doesn't want to give me that opportunity and again like if you're not gonna do it i'm gonna make it for myself amazing so amazing you're amazing Thank you. Um, wow, this is amazing. 
Um, okay, tell everyone where they can find you um, or like any like announcements that you have. Um, um, mainly Instagram, it's Babu the Painter, B A B B U. Um, otherwise, you can just email me and yell at me there. It's babuthepainter <laughs> it. at gmail.com. <laughs> I am ready <clears throat> to get yelled at again by you. Um, but yeah, it's mainly Instagram or email address. Otherwise, if you see me on the street, please say hi. I am really not a bitch. <laughs> You're not. I just so have sweet. a bitch face. I just have a bitch face. Same. But, and um, don't yeah. forget to check out uh, the dates for your tour. I'm calling yeah. it a tour. <laughs> um, yes. Um, yeah. Everything I do is always posted on my Instagram. Um, so yeah, just follow me there and you can see what I'm all about. Thank you so much of. for coming. Thank you I for love this. Me. <laughs> uh, welcome back to season two, guys. I don't know how I'm going to top this one. This is a really great conversation. Um, please don't forget to review this podcast. You can find me at I am Bianca Harris everywhere and whip toronto everywhere and we'll see i mean hear from you next time